I don't know if you have any warm up stuff. What happened in the world? Hell of shit, man. Actually, in terms of music, I guess the most recent thing I could think of, the Frank Ocean thing. Mm. Coach, um, you're right. Coachella happened. Yeah, Coachella happened. Anything controversial actually happened? Yeah. Not it? really. I can't think uh, of it's a calm, it's just a productive week of shit coming on coming out. I guess the Frank Ocean. Uh, yeah, shit. the Frank thing is guess- pretty controversial. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's- being replaced by Blink 182 is yeah, like That's true. That's kind of that's a questionable, questionable move for sure. Um and people are definitely mad about it. People were mad about Frank's performance. Yeah. And then mad that Frank pulled out. Mm-hmm. I and can't Adam, be mad. You can't at Frank. win. I can't be mad at Frank's performance. I mean, it's not like he's the first person who or artist that people criticize for performing their own way. Like one of my favorite artists, Lauren Hills. You may never actually see her perform, <laughs> but people still go to yeah. the concerts and hope that it's a good one. You just gotta gamble. You just gotta, <laughs> you gotta gamble, bro. And that's the same thing with Frank. Like you don't know what the fuck you're gonna get. Like either you're gonna get a good one or you're gonna get a questionable one. Yeah. But I'm guaranteed ninety five percent of those people will probably pay for the next concert just because they're gonna yeah, see because the gonna, next concert will be in like five years and yeah. then they're gonna say oh he needs to redeem himself and it's oh gonna be the God. greatest concert ever so all these same people are gonna be just pr'd back into buying the ticket again yeah so it's not that big a deal yeah he's gonna drop an album people are gonna love it hey and then he's gonna do a tour five years later and then everybody's gonna be like fine cool that's always yeah. the music. The music yeah. speaks. You just go away and drop great music. Nobody cares. There you go. And I, uh, Frank Ocean is uncancelable. You can't like hate on Frank Ocean. Yeah. So this was just the Coachella people who don't really perform that performed. That's basically what happened. Jay Paul and Frank. The, the, the main. real question is, how do you guys feel about Jay Paul attending festivals? We're talking about being <laughs> or uh, performing you're talking at about festivals. Being, uh, post thirty grandma, grandpa era. <laughs> Big <Yeah>. grandma energy. <laughs> Every talking about Coachella, I'm like, I don't want to be around that many people. <laughs> How do you feel? Do you uh, attend or perform? I'm sure performing okay, is so, fine. So performing is only the. It's it's cool because it's like okay, I'm like getting to like be in front of an audience, potentially getting new listeners, supporters, whatever. And then I'm also being compensated for all of the energy that I'm going to expend over the the course of however many days, right? Attending, the last, I feel like the last festival that I attended was probably Coachella, Mm. where I wasn't performing. And I was like, Mm -mm. this ain't it. Mm -mm. No. And I was getting my steps in. I was so, I was so (laughs) sore after that. And I was like, I was like, that was cool. I'm glad I got to experience that. But Mm. I just think that like, I'm too, I'm not too old. Let me stop saying that. I'm not too old, but I'm just like, I'm not excited. I'm not as excited as I used to be, you know? And so it's like, live music is amazing, but I could see live music not in the desert (laughs) in like a billion degrees. The Coachella thing, I watched watched Rosalia's set Mm. sitting on my couch with Mm. a blanket on me. Mm. Shout out to... On YouTube Live. I think we shouted this out before, but one thing that COVID did get right to a certain degree is the production level of live streaming. That shit, everybody came out of that shit like, well, I guess we just doing this now. Like, this is just what we doing. That was great. I watched Austin City Limits on the live stream and I was like, 
damn, I I like Almost this there. so much more. Yeah. You know, like I love it. I love watching everybody else in the crowd go crazy and not me, like me <laughs> yeah, not yeah. being in that. You know, yeah. in the thick of it. So yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, and I'm just not with the raw temperature, raw earth <laughs> temperatures all day. Is cr- it's like, come on, fam. We got. I said this before. It got to be a way to up the up the budget to arenas or something. Like, can we do yeah. a dome or like raw yeah. temperatures? <laughs> raw temperatures is crazy. We need <laughs> AC temperature control for that many people, bro. Yeah. It's not right. Uh, so until that happens, all right. Let's start the show. Let's get it. Welcome back to Not Ninety Seven, the only music discovery podcast. This is Season 9, Episode 5, featuring a very special artist who we first introduced to our listeners all the way back in 2017 on our second episode ever, the one and only Carrie Foe. Carrie joins us as she gears up to release her upcoming album, Real Bitches Don't Die, out everywhere May 26th. She introduces two standout singles, Me First and Turnin' Heads, talks working with legends like Big Crit and the late Gangsta Boo, Plus puts us on to an explosive breakout single from Rodney Chrome, another artist repping her hometown of Little Rock, Arkansas. In addition, we introduce Nigerian newcomer Winnie and Shy towns own Trinobi. Plus an exclusive interview with Fauna Hughes, fresh off her first international headlining tour. Live from the studio and brought to you by The Orchard and Human Resources, this is not a podcast. This is not a radio show. This is not 97. Enjoy. Welcome back to 997, not a podcast, not a radio show. Season 9, episode 5. We don't got the normal squad around the table. Rashad, it's just me and you. Yeah, just me. How you living? Just the guys right now. <laughs> just the guys. Athena is out on the West Coast holding it down. But... In Athena's place, we have a very special guest mm. in the studio this evening. Mm. The one and only Carrie Foe. Hello. Carrie, welcome to Hi. 997. What up? It's good to be here. It's really good to you have you. You guys have been have wait, can I cut some here? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Y'all been fucking with me for a long time. And so it's it's great to be here. Yes, yes, yes. You see this illustrious production we have. Yes, <laughs> yes. Y'all popping. Y'all <laughs> it's true. When we played when we played you on this show, we were recording in the back of a clothing store in the Lower East Side with no cameras and we were recording ourselves and it was it was bootleg, yeah. and, and here we are in a, an actual studio. Well, you got to start somewhere. So. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Before we fully get into it, do you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Talk a little bit about who you are, what you do, where you come from. Okay, so my name is Carrie Foe. I am originally from Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm a rapper, singer, songwriter, producer, DJ when I feel like it. It's overall creative. I've been doing this music shit for a long time, and I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have you. So, as we were saying, season one, 2017, mm. not 97, <laughs> episode two, Rashad introduced Show Me by Black Party. Mm. And, and I listened back to that episode earlier today, and Rashad, what you said on that is you found that song because you already knew about Carrie Foe. Yeah. And so that's how you found it because Carrie's featured on it. Yeah, that is true. That yeah. was a while ago. But I don't know how I originally found your music, but 
I was in the South for a while. <laughs> so I feel like you kind of like... Where in the South? In North Carolina. Okay, yeah. So we all have like similar... I listen to the currencies and the crits and the... The South people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how... People. Yeah, the South people, you know. <laughs> because a lot of Northerners don't even mm-hmm. deal with it at all. So I assume that's kind of maybe some features somewhere, some chorus, some hook somewhere. I probably got on to your music. Did, so, so did you hear No Small Talk? Because that was like... That was a thing that was like ringing off... Every, like, yeah. I know for a fact, like, Stoney was playing that. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of people, like, in Dallas was playing it. And so... That was 2016? That was 2014 into mm. 2015. Yeah, it's probably around then. Yeah. Yeah, because I was still... That was like... So I left college in, what, 2014? So that was probably around mm-hmm. that time when mm-hmm. I, I heard or got put on to your music. But the question I did have about that is, do you intentionally kind of work with Southern artists often, or is that just like a coincidence? I, no, I don't, I don't intentionally do it. I just think I'm just like drawn to other Southern people yeah because I feel like when I first like entered the industry I was like in LA and Mm. I wasn't encountering a lot of people that were from the south so I just think when I meet people that are southern or like love southern things because they don't I mean you could be from wherever and and still have like a respect for you know the things that come out of the south and so I just feel like I always just naturally gravitate towards those people but makes sense it sounds good regardless thank you (laughs) (laughs) I love a a southern twang on any any track yeah yeah I mean I think because I mean, even back then, like thinking about the artists that we'd be playing or finding from a place like Little Rock was not many. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was like exciting to highlight even two young artists on one track that were like putting out for that city. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, beyond like just collaborating with artists, I wonder what like what Arkansas, what Little Rock or just what the South in general kind of like means to you and who you are as an artist. It means everything. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's like who I am like I didn't realize how southern I was until I left <laughs> you know what I mean like I yeah. left and then like why you talk like that or I can't understand <laughs> yeah. you or what does that mean and so it made me like very self-conscious but then over time I'm just like no that's the thing that makes me stand out in the room is that when I open my mouth everybody's like where the fuck is she from yeah. and then I say Arkansas and they're like what where the hell people think they're like First of all, people don't understand geography at all. So they're like, oh, is that by Montana or is that? I'm like, so I just think like the South, it's just, it's it's a place that like has like a bad stigma because of like, you know, racism and just like all these things. But for me, like, it's where I was raised. So I get, I get to see the beautiful parts of it, like the communal parts of it and just like, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a, ma- it's a, it's a magical place. I mean, it has like a, a dark past, but when you're in it and you like with your cousins and then when you at the reunion, it's just like, it just feels really good, you know? And so I don't know. It's just, it's everything to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I understand. I, I didn't relate to that. To, nah, yeah, you just had to be there. That's <laughs> yeah, it's that, like you gotta. The you South. I mean? I mean, New York has the same thing. People from New York, you'll, some people move here and they'll be like, I don't even understand, like, yeah. how you live in this apartment or how you live in a mm-hmm. place with no washer and dryer. But it's all you know. Yeah. That's just it's all you know, and that's how you know how to maneuver through it because you know what I mean. Like, you just yeah, been it's like it. the first time Rashad asked me to pick him up a bacon egg and cheese that had jelly on it. Yeah, and I was and like, I was you, like, you tripping, but you don't even know about the jelly. <laughs> on the yeah come on or or still now like bro I go to Chick-fil-A or something and I'll get like chicken for breakfast and people be like bro you eating chicken for breakfast I'm like bro yeah like we eat chicken biscuits or whatever yeah. like, 
that's normal. Chicken biscuit with the honey on it. But when I think about it, I'm like, hold on. That is kind of crazy. It's a fucking chicken breast. No, it's not, it's not crazy. We're not. No, it's not crazy. It's very normal. Okay. What? But it is good. I don't care. I'm going to keep is. my chicken biscuits at 9 Man, I'm not going to lie. Them Whataburger chick, chicken biscuits after come the club, on, they go on. crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the South. I feel like your career, like even since then, you did the move to LA, dropped a few projects out there, and then, like, uh, you know, we're like, I need to, like, left LA behind. And so or tried to. Yeah, tried to. <laughs> um, and, it's, and, and I feel like there's been a lot of, like, seeing you drop each project, there's been kind of like a level of growth and like a new phase of like where you are in life and as an artist. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, I mean, I know like you dropped a few singles, you have a a project on the way. What does that next phase look like for you? Like with the music or just as an artist? Both. Um, Might be modeling, might be anything. I think, I think I want to get more into like working with other artists in the sense of like, I want to have a hand like I want to do behind the scenes stuff with mm. other artists, like whether it's like creative consulting, whether it's songwriting, whether it's like A and R executive producing. I really like, I really have a love for that. And even though it's like all of my friends, oh my god, they like, I'm always like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna quit music. I'm gonna go get a job. They like always get mad at me. They're like, no, you have to do this. But I'm like, I really do love like the creative part more than anything else, like making the music. And then it's like the business side of it just always like drains me. Yeah. And so I'm like, mm, it it would be cool to take a step back from like being Carrie Foe, the artist, to being like, like what would it look like if I like helped a newer artist, like facilitate their next album or just like help with like artist development or anything like that so I've never had a real I don't know how to write a resume I've never had a real (laughs) job I don't even know how that shit works but that is something that I'm interested in yeah like executive producing a project for Mm -hmm. someone Mm -hmm. yeah that'd be fun I love arranging songs I love arranging music I love like making a project like flow and being like all right what what transitions could you put here that like could happen again later in the album to tie it all together? Just stuff like that. It feels like a puzzle and I'm really into like puzzles. Yeah. You into actual puzzles? Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, I build Legos. Yeah. I do the, I do all that. Hell yeah. yeah. It's interesting that you say collaborating. Cause I almost think like going through your catalog, you've collaborated with a lot of really great artists, you know, from the, Smino's, J.I.D., Baby Tate, to even, like, the latest single with Crit. And kind of, like, what does it mean to you to, like, collaborate with with different people, like, and be in those rooms and um, feed off each other like that? So the thing is, with the, like, with the low-key superstar deluxe stuff, I actually was, I actually sent some of those songs. I sent, like, the song to G, like, months before. I just, I just sent it to him. Cause I was like, I hear Jid on this. And I just sent it to him, see what he thought. And he's like, oh, my God, it's fucking crazy. Like, what is this? Yeah. And so I, like, came, I doubled back and was like, Ashley, do you want to get on this? And he, like, got on it. And then, like, the same with Tate, like, I sent her the song. Now, with, like, Smino, he, I had sent him the song. He's like, I fuck with this. But, you know, people get busy. They're, like, doing their thing. And I remember I happened to be in L.A. And I pulled up to the studio. And he was like, yo, I, like, record some stuff whatever and he like plays it but mind you it's kind of just like it's like 
different verses that I feel like he was doing an attempt, but it was all there. Yeah. And so I was like, well, why don't you just put this here, put this here, put this here, put this yeah. here. And then that became like the verse. So like being able to be in the room with people, I feel like is way more fun to just be able to like give my opinion on what I think should, should sound like. But I feel like, I feel like I also don't collaborate enough. Yeah. Like I feel like that's something I need to do more of. And it sounds like even in those moments, you're kind of doing that executive producing A and R type shit, where like Diddy you're like, style. oh, I hear Jed, I hear Jed on Come this, on. I'm gonna send it to Jed. Or but that's like, what I'm saying. I, I feel like I A and R my own shit. I'm yeah. like, mm, who do I hear? Like, turning heads. Like, I was like, Creed. Like, to give one specific example. Okay, Gangsta Boo is on the album, right? And, you know, she passed earlier this year. I know, recipes, shit fucks with me every time. But we were in the studio with her. So so being, like, she actually had me sit in the booth with her while she recorded her. She's like, Carrie, come in here. Like, I want you to just be in here. And I'm just like, I'm like turned up. Like, you can literally hear me scream at the end of her verse. (laughs) Like, we just put it in the background. But I'm like... That was just such a beautiful moment to be able to like witness somebody that has influenced me and inspired me in so many ways to see her process. Cause she is like, I don't know. It's like when you hear her voice through the speakers and to, to know she's in the other room, that shit just cut so crazy. And then she said, yeah, ho. <laughs> like she, like I heard, like I heard, I heard like, it. I was really there. I was like, that shit made me lose it. So I feel like, ooh. so I feel like, Shout um, to that mic. I know. So I feel like, like being in the room, it's just a, it's a different energy that like you just appreciate a lot more, and you get to like kind of bounce off of each other. So, yeah. cause she wrote her verse in the in the studio. She didn't like come pre-recorded. I mean, pre-written or anything. So it was so just like really a vibe. That whole process. Yeah. We like drank tequila, <laughs> like got turned up. And it was like, all right, I'm about to go in the booth. And she just, like, she didn't, I don't think, I think she wrote, like, on pen and paper. Like, she literally had a notepad and was doing her thing. It was crazy. That's crazy. Pen and paper is, like... Different. Very different. That's it. Di- like, yeah. that's a different level of, like, like, mass. Like, you, yeah. you're, you like, an OG. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not texting nothing. Come on. Yeah. On the marble notebook? Come on. <laughs> it was literally... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's crazy. We even bottles down. Like, I don't even... You got to school go, supplies. Yeah, you got to go straight to Dollar, Dollar General <laughs> to get that. Like, you know, shout out to her. But, yeah, I mean, talking about that new record, like, and... You know, you're talking about the next phase post that record in terms of collaborating more. But like, what do you, what do you look at the kind of this record representing as like, kind of a, a step for you? I think this just kind of represents. I think this is me trying to prove to myself that like, I can I can do it all. I think on some projects I'm like, tr- like experimenting with sounds, so I'm not really thinking about like how the listener is going to receive it because it's about me just being a scientist, right? And then I have projects where I'm like, you know, this is this is like supposed to be digestible enough for whatever. And then there's projects where I'm like, okay, I just need to get some shit off. I just need to say how I feel. And I think for this project in particular, I'm doing all three of those things. And like, you know, like I have the super introspective records, but I also have the super turned up crunk records that you can hear in the club. Like, and so I just think that like, you know, getting over myself and being like, oh, well, if I do this, I can't do this. It's like, no, you can do it. You just have to figure out how to make it all live in the same world. And I think I, I think I did that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think I, I think I got some shit. <laughs> I think I got some shit. The first song we'll play tonight is Me First. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's almost like a very 
symbolic song to have as the first single of like kind of a reclamation of you being like literally I'm putting me first Mm -hmm. is that is that kind of the intention behind putting that as the first single and being like I'm here so that was actually the first song that I had made last year Um, I had told myself I wasn't gonna make music anymore I was gonna quit you're gonna retire yeah I was like eh and then yeah I was just super over it I was just kind of like I don't know I just think I just get so easily overwhelmed by what the industry is like today yeah and so the on the first day of 2022 I was just like playing this beat pack that my homie had sent me and I just like started freestyling and I was like to me first nigga because you know and I was like oh shit and then I just it just kind of like kept going from there I recorded the song and I had made that song in Money Angels and there was those were the only two songs that I had made for like like four months but I knew me first was really special so I just kind of wanted to be like all right this is the song that feels the most finished I'm gonna put this out and it wasn't like on some like oh well it's the first thing it's just kind of like just do this thing and yeah I feel like it kind of went crazy like people was like okay like (laughs) you back on like you you off that weird shit like like you doing like you doing some fun shit now and so I'm still on the weird shit don't get it fucked up (laughs) hey what's up this is Carrie Foe, and you are listening to Me First on Not 97. It's me first, nigga, cause you know I put in work, and you know I know my word. It's me first, nigga, I ain't fucking for no purse. Give me head and then you skirt. It's me first, nigga, cause you know I put in work, and you know I know my word. First, nigga, I ain't fucking for no purse. Give me head and deep skirt. It's me first. It's me first. It's me first. You know it come first. It's me first. It's me first. I'm first. It's me first. It's me first. You know it come first. It's me first. It's me first. Yeah, we like the way it's fitting in my act. I wanna put a baby in it cause I'm shaped like a bottle. Always do the most, rev it up, full throttle Yeah, I may be five, six, but my face on model Why see, bitch, I tell you when it's quitting time Come across and make your tongue my finish line Presidential pussy, give me neck and respect Got a campaign, niggas wanna get behind It's me first, nigga, cause you know I put in work And you know I know my word It's me first, nigga, I ain't fucking for no purse Give me head and then you skirt you know I put in work, and you know I know my word. It's me first, nigga. I ain't fucking for no purse. Give me head and then you skirt. It's me first, nigga. Me, me, me. Had an all star from the league, league on his knees. Now I come first, I'm in the lead, lead, lead. Believe me, sweetie, I hear you begging, baby, feed me. Do it right, he stopped by, by a week. Yeah, bitch, got bills, you gon' see me when you see me. Don't get in your feels when I say you too greedy. Keep me coming, nigga, but you can't keep it's me first, nigga. Cause you know I put in work. And you know I know my word. It's me first, nigga. I ain't fucking for no purse. Give me head and then you skirt. It's me first, nigga. Cause you know I put in work. And you know I know my word. It's me first, nigga. I ain't fucking for no purse. Give me head and then you skirt. It's me first. Me you know I come first. Me first, bitches. Me first. I'm first. Me first, bitches. Me first. You know I come first. Me first, bitches. Me first. Yeah. Yeah. Me first. 
A jam. Me first. It's an anthem. An anthem. It's an anthem. An easy anthem. I, I, it's, it's always just amazing to just hear the the women rappers. That's what we want to call them. I know I'm supposed to stop saying that. It's like three years ago Rashad said that. We were like, we just call them rappers now. I forgot. It's nice to see the rappers making anthems for women. There you go. There you go. Um, there you go. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm supposed to, you're, you're not in a category by yourself. You with all the rest of the rappers, too. I've already been reprimanded. Enough is not going to happen. They're not going to cancel me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I love it. I love it. I love it. Even just the, you know, Matt knows I'm a video. I'm a video guy. Yeah. So the creativity, it helps, obviously, just get you interested in the album, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like, where are we going? What's the story? Like, you know, how how much further, Who? how much more can I learn about, the, how about you? Yeah. So that's exciting. When you're thinking about a visual, is that something that kind of comes with the process of, of making a song? Or is that kind of like afterwards you're sitting with it trying to figure out how you want to represent it? I think it's afterwards. It's like, I feel like the visual part comes after I'm like, how does this, after I've made this, how does it make me feel? What what? Because I like to close my eyes and be like, what do I see? Yeah. So, yeah. What made you want to go kind of commentary with this one? Just because I'm very tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> I'm so cheeky. <laughs> like, also, I, it was also s- supposed to be, like, a nod to, like, me kind of doing everything on my own. Yeah. And, like, being, being like, independent in the truest sense of the word. And just kind of being like, all right, I got to, I got to, like, answer emails. I got to hit this person up. I got to do this. I have to, like you know, do my own shows and all this stuff. So that's really what that video was. It's like, yes, I can have on all this luxurious shit, but then behind the scenes, you see me like trying to make it happen for myself. So, yeah. All right. So we got some songs to show you tonight. Okay. The first song I have is a young Nigerian artist named Winnie who just dropped her self-titled EP. She had never put out any music before that, but has already been kind of co-signed by Nigerian legends like Omale and like really kind of like making a name for herself. And I got put onto her honestly through Orchard people. The Orchard kind of like brought her in and has been supporting her music. And the project hit my inbox and I was like, all right, let me like check this out and was really blown away. So I'm excited to introduce this artist really just getting started and this is one of her first singles called Don't Leave by Winnie Don't Boy I love you well, I'm just in you Please leave me What a people say You know face me Please leave me Boy I love you well, I'm just in you Please leave me What a people say Let me 
missing you. Please don't leave me here. What a people say, you know, face me. Please don't leave me here. Boy, I love you. I'm chasing you. Please don't leave me here. What a people say, you know, face me. Nice little vibe thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> don't get me started with my accents. What did I do last time? I was German. Please. please. Yo, please. my accents are horrible. Don't. Please, let's go. Let's hear it. But yeah, Winnie, don't leave. I think I was just kind of like taken aback by like first first single, first project. And to yeah, have big time. that kind of energy on a track, that kind of delivery. Yeah. That tone hit me. Yeah. I'm Her, her voice, the tone of her voice. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely the tone. I mean, obviously, there's the world sound that's, like, huge in general. So, I mean, it's really just a matter of somebody finding her, <laughs> to be honest with you. And then it's just going to it's gonna blow up. Yeah. Uh, if not yeah. already, she, if she hasn't already been found. And I think that's right. Like, the orchard brought her in. Oh, yeah. So And, and just, like, yeah. saw it and was like, let's get this in front of as many people as we can. Yeah. 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 That's fire. <laughs> And, and I can definitely, like, what you're saying about voice and tone, I think yeah. an artist like this is a really interesting person to just get with producers because mm-hmm. the right types of producers, a lot of times all they care about is, like, what your tone is. Yeah. And, and yeah. how can I, like, build something around that? And I feel like she could get on a track with anybody. She could go in the studio with a producer and make some a, a range of sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely could see it. She's good. Yeah, fine. she's good. Fine. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play that again. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah. I gotta play. I gotta hear that again. Like it's it's like only like two minutes and thirty. Yeah. I'm like I need to run that. It's a run that back. Yeah. Yeah. And like you were saying about like the world sound, mm. it's like I feel like there's a lot of people that are using that sound, and it's like. I feel like because her voice is so crazy and it cuts through, it's like it's like yeah, it's a vibe. But her voice is just—it's like uh, it feels so warm. It feels yeah, like yeah. a warm hug. Yeah. And I don't want to—I don't even want to make the comparison. But I was thinking about it when we were just listening to it. That it, and especially when you have a young artist that I mean, who are you gonna say in this sound? This it's like when you, when we first heard Coffee. You know, it's oh, like when yeah, you first put yeah, on yeah. to Coffee, and you're like, "This is a young girl, but she has this." big sound Mm -hmm. and it can just be like slotted into different spaces and different artists and different genres and like still hit Mm -hmm. coffee was definitely a layup yeah (laughs) she put one song like a superstar obviously like (laughs) that's facts that's just but then you saw like young coffee in like the chronics live whatever and like you were like wow this girl has it Mm -hmm. and i feel like winnie gives that same energy yeah and also, I was just excited. Like, we played, you know, Super Jazz Club from Ghana. And we played a couple other artists, like, coming out of Africa this season. And, like, to have a young Nigerian artist, I was like, yeah. Yeah, we have not shown much love to the U.S. this season. That's crazy. <laughs> really That's crazy. I- I'm going to play I'm playing the U.S. Artists. All right, what do you got? Shit, so, you know, I'm not doing intros, right? We got Try Nobi with Fallen. And girl, you got me falling, falling, falling. But I was busy falling, 
busy ballin', ballin', ballin' She told me that she born out of love I was born out of survival Trenches, baby, we ain't really grow up with no idols, nah My mama, she was down, clenching to her Bible If my pocket's getting lighter, I'm inside and violence She don't understand these fears that I smoke away She don't understand these tears that I don't go away Seventeen and gunned down, that's a normal day We still waiting up for Sean, he couldn't beat the case CNN think we thugs, I paid a better way CNN and go and judge and blame my mental state Maybe if we got some love, we wouldn't be this way Maybe if we off these drugs, it'll go away Maybe if we off these drugs It'll take some of the anxiety and pain away Maybe Cole was right, maybe we should meditate But what is meditation when they know they bills is late? Everybody sit up high when they pocket straight Every day is do or die unless your table made Silver spoon goons, I'm the one to make your matrix break King of taking lemons and making the sweetest See lemonade falling, falling, falling But I was busy falling, falling, falling And girl, you had me falling, falling, falling But I was busy falling Try Nobi, you know what I'm saying? So, my man's from Chicago. It was interesting to me. Well, first, before that, he he put out, well, he had a different name, Over East something. Mm. He changed his name. And when he was on SoundCloud, he got kind of semi discovered by No ID from putting out just SoundCloud tracks. So, that was a part of the discovery for me. I'm like, damn, this is. He kind of got put on the same way we find or used to find tracks, like just putting shit on SoundCloud and Mm -hmm. randomly somebody from your city hit you up, which is still kind of crazy. And but nothing really happened in terms of like him gaining any notoriety. And then I just like came across this shit and I, I fuck with his voice. I fuck with it has like elements of. A lot of different shit. Like, it still sounds like Chicago with the mm-hmm. auto-tune rap thing, but then he can actually sing. Then there was, like, the conscious-ish rap, <laughs> like, just touching on shit, but then with the church piano. Yeah, he was just doing his thing. Like, I, I was 
entertained essentially yeah. and then it's just he doesn't have a lot of work in terms of just on YouTube and he has like an album or two so the new artist yeah even that that actually came out two months ago has 184 views yeah so really yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I I'm 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 live piano. I'm be Yeah. I'm yeah. be a week for that. So that's it. I man. thought it was I was I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was, I thought he was about to just be singing and he started rapping. I was like, "Wait, wait, wait. Wait, what?" Yeah. That that's how I watched the video too. Like, I mean, we already play a whole bunch of R&B. Mm-hmm. So I was okay with just the singing anyway, but then you're going to rap and then rap some real bars yeah, like, like he was very well yeah yeah he was really rapping rapping and then just p- falling in and out of pockets letting the piano have the whole solo mm-hmm. it, was just, it was dope yeah yeah that's fire I love I love semi-emotional semi-hard <laughs> songs like that's semi-toxic semi-healing nice balance duality. yeah come on duality of the man um, you know what I'm saying we getting deep now <laughs> um, I think you got too deep for curry I'm like wait semi healing semi toxic okay a lot of that ha- you had to listen to the lyrics again he said a lot of different things no I heard but I, but I didn't think about it until you said no nah, actually he's saying this but he also saying this and these these things don't really they don't really go together no not really but but it's a beautiful song yeah it sounds good that's that's it that- sounds good <laughs> Sounds good. It sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's good R&B, you know? Singing sweet nothing. Either you don't think about it too much or you think about it too much. Mm Mm-hmm. You either, you either go too deep all right, or all right. don't go too deep. Hurt. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to leave it on the table for the listeners. Y'all decide. You guys decide. What, what does it mean? Falling by Trinobi. Yeah. So, Carrie, if you have anybody or any song that you've been fucking with that you would want to put us on to, we can no leave the floor to you, but no pressure. I know you're an artist, so you're going to be like, I only listen to myself. Well, no, to be honest, like when I was working on my album, I really wasn't listening to nothing. Like he can, he can tell you, I really be like, I don't want to hear nothing, but the things that already influenced me. So I'm just now getting back into like, like I didn't listen to Beyonce album like six months after it came out, Mm. but I don't know. I don't know. What do I want to spotlight? Any young Uh, artist that's inspired you recently? So actually there's this artist that I found that's from Little Rock Mm. and he like makes like pop music it's very Lady Gaga-ish mm. like black queer and I think it's fire this is Break the Internet by Rodney Crone Break the Internet I love it Breaking all the next <laughs> Break the Internet I love it Breaking all the next <laughs> Break the Internet I love it Breaking all the next That's not even the worst of it. My body on lock. Don't need no Botox. Bitch, you need Photoshop. Look good in a crop top. I'm feeling myself, but this ain't no hand job. Nigga, what? My name is Chrome. Chrome. Google me, bitch. I'm on your desktop. Uh. So sick, need a cough drop. Cutting niggas off hotter than a big chop. I feel like MK. I feel like Ray J. Feeling like Jay-Z and Beyonce. Swinging on niggas in elevators. It's a lounge way. My ass look gourmet. In the gym, every day is grind day. I ain't talking about Ariana, but a Chrome on the track is real grind day. Everything she do, I can do better. 
flip it up In the kitchen flipping, whipping the counter your bread up Tears in the middle, gas on the pedal Driving me crazy Fuck around and have my baby If she fell, we can keep this all in a DL You can text me on your email Ask me why I'm gay Cause my mama said never put your hands on a female Bitch don't tip me, pull up in Bentleys and get the shooting Body itchy, don't fuck with bitches, they just got cooties Break the internet crazy that was definitely wild that is the future of pop music that's the future that was, that was yeah and he's yeah. from little rock i Yo. found him through a paper magazine article that got retweeted on my timeline i was like what is this and i clicked on it and i saw like they did a write-up and he's based in new york but he's from little rock and i'm like what like that's how we coming that shit makes me very excited Yo. that shit makes me very excited he, he's in new york right now we gotta tap in yes Rodney yes ronnie chrome no, that's really like I, I love how you set it up too Being like This is like Lady Gaga pop mm -hmm. And then He's really coming with With Full. the hooks With the With the rap bars It's a song Like it's a fully structured song And there's like I don't know with It just goes so many with, with the bridge With the outro everything, Like Everything Everything and I, I feel like this is I feel like he only has two like songs that are out. He has another song that has a video for it, but I don't think he's put out a lot of music. Like he doesn't have a lot of followers. Yeah. And he's like, I'm telling you, if somebody gets their hands on him, he's out of here. Yeah. Like he's fucking out of here. And it's also like I think when we find an artist, like, you know, when we're looking for artists and we find someone that's that's low, but has not only even the music, but like the art direction and the mm -hmm. brand and the image and like knows who they are as an artist to a T and is like so confident in that, in, in who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, that's when it's like, like someone got to get their hands on it and it's going to go mm -hmm. across the world because it's like, he's so comfortable and confident in who he is as a person and an artist that it, it's so unique and nobody can change him. Like mm -hmm. that's him. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, how can you not 
like appreciate that. Yeah, no, that, that shit. And then the beat just hard as fuck. Yeah, like, yeah the, the beat, beat is crazy. It's hard. Yeah, I didn't know how the fuck the beat was gonna drop. Like, <laughs> I didn't. I really did not know how the shit was gonna drop, and it just keeps surprising you the whole time. Yeah, the video is crazy. You know, Tell like you. everything. I love that. I, I also like the fact that we just put you on the spot and you just pulled that out. A lot of people always ask me, like, okay, what what's coming out of Little Rock? And I can't always, like, give them too much because I don't for real know. You know, yeah. it's, like, been me, Black Party, a couple other people, like this guy named Gunde Garçon, if I'm saying it right. And then other than that, I don't really know. So, like, to, to see this person and find them through, like, a publication yeah. with a video and it feels very polished, I'm like, yes. Like, I'm getting behind this one million percent. Like, I'm telling everybody about him. Yeah. Rodney Chrome. Rodney, what up? <laughs> I need to learn the choreography. You did. Said you going to do it on TikTok. Come on, TikTok. Come on. Give me the one, two. Truly, we got to do like like artists come up here. And teach and, us choreography. And teach Rashad choreography. Let's fucking I'm not going to do it. You're going to do yet. it. Let's do it. <laughs> Yo, Orchard, put the dance studio on the budget. Let's get it. Next next week, dancing with Rashad. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, oh bro. Oh, my God. Um, all right. Is that it? We done? That's it. But I think Damn. if we can, before you leave, I think if we can play it out with Turning Heads, I mm. think we should we should book in the episode with with the two joints that you have out. So um, wait, do you want me to intro that as well? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess we can we can like talk a little bit about turning heads and how that came about as well. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about uh, it. I know Rashad and I were listening to it earlier, just fucking geeking out over not only was, just like the baseline and like how crazy the song is, but and how hard you're going on it, and then how crazy Crit comes in. So yeah, what was the process of like creating that song like? So that was actually, like, I had already had that chorus um, written out. It was on a different beat. And then I met Felix, who is this guy off camera over there, who you hear slapping the fuck out of that bass. There you in go. The Damn. Did you get him um, talking about the bass? The legend. He, so he basically kind of, like, remade the beat. And then I had, like, wrote my verse. Because it feels very, like, like, once I heard that beat, it felt like, like, Sunday in Houston, like, you know, like MacArthur Park where they got the slabs out and everybody's swinging. And so it, it felt really good like that. And I'm like, all right, if I'm, I'm talking about a car, I'm talking about it's summertime, whatever, who who can I get on this song other than Crit? You know, like my sub by Crit is like one of my favorite songs ever. And so I'm like, he would, I feel like he would do an amazing job of like just painting a picture and so we reached out to him and he was like what hell yeah like <laughs> it was it was a no-brainer and so yeah that's how the song came together and also he's like a legend to me he's yeah. you know like I remember when Crit was here came out like I remember yeah. exactly what I was doing <laughs> I was smoking weed in my Pontiac <laughs> and so yeah it's just an honor to have somebody that like I looked up to well I look up to to be on the song yeah Crit is shout out to Crit a man. true legend and and one of those people that Every time you hear him on record, I just, I start smiling and I'm just, and it just makes me almost like laugh a little bit. And Rashad and I were talking, Rashad, what did you say? You said. Oh, I say he the rap version of a banjo. <laughs> and my man is, uh, <laughs> my man, <laughs> my, please, man <laughs> please. my man Crick, come on, super country, super defined, <laughs> but he is fucking that shit up. My man verse going crazy. The banjo, come on. Though. You ever heard a banjo solo? That shit come on crazy, fam. But that's beyond please. the point. 
Please. <laughs> nah, nah. Every- because the accuracy is killing me. It's a compliment, but this is no, it is because it's like because you have to think about people's voices as as instruments. Yeah, that's what it is, and that is. I mean, I feel banjo. like that's that twang, that's that banjo. Twang. Yeah, yeah. You so said like, that. You texted me that, and I was like, whoa. Like, yeah. I had to take a second and like sit with that. Yeah, yeah for real. I mean, and he's like one of the few people who's still rocking the acronym as the name. You know, what I'm saying he's he's a big legend just because mm-hmm. that. It's not many people that, yeah. that's going. By the acronym was it King Remembered in Time? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So shout out to Creed, bro. Yeah. Shout out to Creed. Um, well, before we play it, Carrie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. We appreciate you. This uh, has been fun. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> thank you. Can I thank come you. back? Yeah, yeah I mean, anytime. Can I just be a part of the roundtable? Like, yeah, anytime you're in New York, you're welcome to come hang with us. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find some more new music. Let us yeah. know. Have, I'm not well versed like I usually am, but I'm gonna I'm gonna come back with some some shit. Let us know. All right, and let's play it out. I'm Carrie Foe, and this is Turning Heads featuring Big Creed on Not Ninety Seven. Let's get it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For the whip when I tiptoe like a damn ballet. Get a mark along with no trace. Throw a rack in the broke bitch face. These hoes don't want no drama. I feel like Mary J. Pop a cap in the back of the drop top. Feel like JFK. Don't know what the fuck going on. I feel like Marvin Gaye. Still gassed up with no break. Keep that eye on me in case I had to shoot that Vader away. I'm going hard in the pants. Not for my niggas who came. Chiropractor, I break her off, you holler at her. I'm a high stepper on a giant ladder. My trunk a newborn and got the rattle. Going fishing all on my plates. My chain so throw to the fuck up face. My top got dropped like a favorite rapper. When the album flies, then it didn't place. Scrape and crawl, two miles per hour in the old school. I just scraped it all. The cul-de-sac, the parking lot, the valley line, the boulevard. Mine's poking like shish kebab on the barbecue grill. The can spray the way I catch a wave. I can pop trunk on a baby seal, for real. I'm going hard in the pants, not for my niggas who came. I'm I've been talking to God.
Thank you for rocking with us. I hope you liked our interview with Carrie Foe. Keep it locked for a snippet of our conversation with rising R&B singer Fauna Hughes starting now. Fauna Hughes, mm-hmm. welcome to Not 97. Thank you. Welcome to New York. Thank you. Welcome to the Orchard. How are you feeling? I feel good. I thought I was going to be jet lagged today and I'm not. I like woke up, took a Pilates class. You, you know? took a Pilates class this morning? I did. Wow. I did. Where did you fly in from? From London. Mm-hmm. Yesterday we got in. We probably got in at like three, but you know, customs and all that. We didn't get out the airport till about seven. Yeah. But we're here. So fresh off of the your first headlining European tour, mm-hmm. how did it feel? Honestly, I don't have any complaints. Like I love Europe so much. London was great. Amsterdam was great. Paris was great. I cannot wait to go back. Like the energy is just different. And it's also like, you know, in different corners of the world, knowing that people know your music and like came and show up for you is just something very, very, very special. Yeah. Yeah. This is your first headlining tour, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that energy is different? Knowing that, you know, it's your name on the marquee. They're there for you. Yeah. The energy definitely is different. Like I've been honestly blessed enough to like open for three amazing artists in this past year. I got to open for Ravina. I got to open for Snow Allegra and I got to open for Giveon. The only difference is that like when you're opening for people, as exciting as it is, you know, because it's way more people in the audience and all that stuff. You still have to convince. Sometimes you got to convince the people that like you're in a spot for a reason. You know what I mean? Like I'm opening for a reason. I make good music because people don't know you, which the discovery can be fun. Like watching people discover you can be fun, but it's also really, really, really cool to come like do my makeup, get ready and know that like there's people downstairs who, you know, spent money to see me. Like that's crazy. Cause I've been on that, you know, in the audience doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the green room. You're like, that artist is out there warming up the crowd for me. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's fun though. <laughs> Honestly, having like people support is really, really cool. Like the girl who supported for me, her name is Ethel. She supported me in, in Paris. I didn't know her. Like I didn't know her at all, but like her energy was just so, so good. And then also a girl named Ellie opened in, in London and I just found her like in a piano bar. Like my friend was doing a show and like she was playing piano for another artist and she did one song and I was like, that girl can sing her ass off. Like you busy on uh, wow. the 14th and <laughs> she wasn't busy. Wait, wow. Yeah. Literally that she wasn't busy. She came with a, um, she's in a quartet. So she came and yeah, they did like, they did the damn thing. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. We love, we love a real life discovery moment. Right. Me too. Me too. I know that you've been performing music for a long time. Mm-hmm. Is that, something that is very natural to you now or do you feel like you're still learning you know and getting comfortable as yourself on stage I think I'm definitely still getting comfortable I hope that that never goes away though I hope that like I always have a sense of you know like a little nervousness every night because it keeps it fresh and it keeps it new but I I, I now know that like I can do this thing like I can do this job I don't get the nerves where I'm like oh my god am I going to crack because I'm like if I do 
I got another song. I'll be good. You know, <laughs> like I'm okay when it comes to that. But I definitely, I I always want to keep that freshness and like it feeling new. That's why I love stage. Like I, I did musical theater when I was younger and the excitement and the thrill of it for me was that like every night really can be something completely new if you let it. Check back next week for the full interview with Fauna. Subscribe wherever you're listening right now. Check out our YouTube channel. Catch us on Instagram. Talk shit on Twitter. You know what to do. See you soon.